Shall we read a poem from A Light in the Attic? Hello all and welcome to Shall We Read a Poem? I'm Russ. I'm Lauren. Back to the salt mines, eh? I'm wondering, like, what kind of salt comes out of salt mines? Because in general, I think most of the salt we get, is it sea salt or is it from a salt mine? The only place that I have seen a human doing something to make salt edible was on an episode of Japanese Style Originator. And his salt mine was the ocean. Right. So he took a lot of ocean water and then yes. dried it out and then like somehow extracted the salt from the dirt that he had dried the water on. So like the water was dried up, but now the yeah. sand had salt in it. And then he did some kind of continual process where he separated the salt from the sand and then had to get rid of as many impurities as he could and so he ended up like mm. boiling the sand for a super long time huh and then what he got out of that uh, out of his ocean magic he, you could just eat immediately right uh, i've seen in hawaii i've seen i wouldn't call them mines because they're not mining anything they're just like these big sheets that you put seawater on and evaporate the seawater Man, humans have been as gods for the longest time. We'll just pull this salt out of the ocean. Yeah, I don't think it's that hard, though. It's a good thing that, like, society never ended. I would have, I have zero useful skills. I would definitely be able to make salt from seawater. See? Teach me yeah. so that I can survive. Yeah, uh, yeah, sure. If there's an apocalypse, I can teach you how to... I mean, I've never done it before, but I know, like, in theory how it works. You know, it's like, what do you do? I'm a whiskey distiller. Protect this man at all costs. What do you do? I'm an instructional designer. Ha <laughs> ha! Oh, that's called food, that is. I've had a number of people say they'd want me on their team for the zombie apocalypse, but I'm not sure my skills are all that great for it. I'm like minorly good at some basic skills that would be useful in an apocalyptic world but not like a good specialist in anything like my friend is a mechanic fantastic person to have uh, a veterinarian also fantastic person to have lauren who's a marketer who kind of crochets sometimes and knows what or what mostly what plants are okay to eat plants not giving you that many calories <laughs> I can protect you from scurvy. I can garden okay. If we have guns. Now, if guns are available, then I'm super useful. Yeah. But well, if we run out of bullets, there ain't nothing to be done there. Yeah. Well. <laughs> well, so how was Florida? It was wonderful until the 25th when I promptly came down with a 101 degree fever. Da 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 da. Blah! <laughs> <laughs> I don't even Lauren know how I got travels, it. She must sicken. What was that? <laughs> I don't even know how I got it. My mother was sick the entire time I was there, but what she had seemed awfully similar to what I had when I was in Scotland. Like it was very coffee and phlegmy. And what I had was like fever i got the coughs right before we went to costa rica but i did my battery of covid tests and it was never that so 
And then the visit to Costa Rica was compounded because I was so plugged up. Like, mm. all of this prunes and metamucil nonsense, I'm, I am pissing on a brush fire. And mm. so I went to a Costa Rican pharmacy and said, mm-hmm. listen, you got to open me up with something. And she gave me a box that had the imagery that I didn't want, you know, puppies in meadows and women on bicycles. <laughs> and so I went, do you have anything better? And she kind of smirks and brings up a featureless white bottle. Yes. <laughs> and she says, drink the whole thing. Oh. And I went the whole thing, and she went the whole thing. And you know how medicine tasted when you were a kid? Yeah. Like, I would cringe at NyQuil when I was a kid, but if I take NyQuil now, it's just, like, another thing. No, I still cringe because I still have the memory of feeling terrible when I was taking it. So I'm like, it brings up the feelings of the illness to me. Well, this tasted like chalk and childhood medicine. Yeah, it was Miralax. It was so good. It was Miralax. Well, then I need to drink that much Miralax all of the time. Get yourself some Miralax. You hate my poo stories. I don't hate them. I just, like, I have had, <laughs> like, I've had irritable bowel syndrome that's combo. Oh, that's, that's right. Com- that's combo uh, diarrhea and constipation for so long that, like, th- like constipation's not, like, uh, it's old news to me. Yeah, I suppose. Like, you're like, I took a white chalky liquid. I want more of it. I mean, like, it's Miralax. You had Miralax. <laughs> but then the, ne- the follow-up was that I was going to the hot springs <clears throat> the next day. Oh no! And so and so, I kept running back. It's okay. <laughs> oh no! And then there's no punchline. You should have gotten a waterborne disease, and that would have opened you up. Oh, did you get any good Christmas presents, or give any good Christmas presents? Oh, I don't know. Did I? <laughs> um, <laughs> I got a cute little butter dishy thing from my friend, and it was painted blue with different kinds of mushrooms hand painted on it. And I already have a butter dish, and I need to have a butter dish with a cover because my cat Minerva uses her stubby little legs to throw herself onto the counter and eat the butter at nighttime. So I have to have it covered. But the mushrooms are just on for display. (sighs) The most exciting thing, butter dishes. Oh, it was cute though it's very cute it's more of a like it's it's more like if i mean she might as well have gotten me like a a little painting of mushrooms (laughs) like if i told you she'd gotten me a painting of mushrooms you'd be like oh that's sweet instead it's on a butter dish and so you're like butter dish (laughs) you know what that is important it's all about perspective got this watch oh actually my sibling sent me a pencil done drawing of minerva and my cat from childhood that was delightful that is delightful that was delightful what's your watch all about i thought you already had a watch you liked well that and that's the best part because i have realized i can get other watches that i like i and then i can trade them out and accessories and keep my wrist party going cool cool this I is, think it'd be it, really funny if you want, wore one on each wrist for a day. You know, I I might just to do, fuck with people. <laughs> like like I might do the twelfth doctor at 
an upcoming comic convention. And How so, many watches do you need for that? Well, I mean, it he's the doctor, so you can kind of wear yeah. as many as you want to. True. I, I recall him only wearing one, but that's not the point. No. Well, speaking of Costa Rica and Florida, I'm doing prehistoric today. Do it. These lizards, toads, and turtles, dear, with which you love to play, were dinosaurs and plesiosaurs in prehistoric days. They fought the armored ankylosaurs and wild brontosaurus, glyptodons and varanids and hungry platyosaurs, shark-like ichthyosaurs and flying pterodon, tyrannosaurus, chronosaurus, and treacherous trachodon shrieking archaeopteryx triceratops as well and those that i cannot pronounce nor even try to spell but anyway they slowly turned to lizards and turtles and snakes and all the brave and wild and woolly prehistoric people they turned into us for goodness sake dinosaurs turned into birds baby riding a dinosaur skeleton like you see at a museum I was very lucky to grow up. Well, I wouldn't say I was lucky to grow up where I did, but it was close to D.C., which had the Smithsonian and the Museum of Natural History. So I did get to see a lot of dinosaur skeletons growing up. I had museum school, which was held at the local Natural History Museum. That sounds cool. It was awesome. They had one of the big Tyrannosaurus skeletons that we all loved. Yeah. So iconic. Yeah, I think, yeah, the Smithsonian probably did too. I thought we would use that as a springboard to talk about the various flora and fauna of uh, Florida and Costa Rica, but come to find out, Costa Rica didn't have dinosaurs. <laughs> Neither did Florida, did Not you know that? Not a single one. Nope. Not a single one. And you, that is because these places were firmly underwater that by the time. They were. Yeah, it's estimated that Costa Rica probably emerged from the ocean about 2 million years ago, which would put it about 63 million years late. But you can find megafaunal fauna fossils in places you of You can, like giant sloths. Yeah. Thank you, sloths, giant sloths for avocados. <laughs> and for the cool underground tunnels that we're still using for shit. Oh, I didn't know about that. Oh man, yes. Oh, I'll I'll send you a, a picture. Uh, Costa Rica also had mastodons. Yeah, Florida too. So, despite being <laughs> the setting for Jurassic Park, was Costa Rica? Uh, no, just nothing doing. Yeah. Mm-mm. However, where I grew up in Texas is very very close to a national park called Dinosaur Valley no I'm sorry a state park a state park called Dinosaur Valley State Park I've heard and of it it is called Dinosaur Valley because there are many many well preserved dinosaur tracks in these riverbeds and they are from Sauropsidon and Acrocanthosaurus and as a child, I remember being disappointed that that's almost T-Rex, but it just mm. looks like a stupid <laughs> version. <laughs> so it looks kind of like a T-Rex if it were from The Simpsons. like kind of... <laughs> For those who can't see Russ, uh, he's giving me an, an overbite. 
<laughs> like a crazy <laughs> overbite. Yeah. But nonetheless, it was pretty cool to yeah. live near dinosaur tracks. So apparently in Maryland, there's this place I didn't know about called Dinosaur Park, where you can just go and like look for dinosaur bones if you feel like it. I mean, it's only open to the public on certain days, but you yes. can just go. Uh, it, Texas had a very similar place, not in the direction of Dinosaur Valley State Park, but there was a place where you could go and freely dig for fossils and were almost guaranteed to find some, even if they were, you know, like mollusks or bivalves or whatever. I found a really cool fossil of a trilobite when I was a kid. I think that's so cool. I know. My dad brought us trilobite hunting and... Everybody else was finding trilobites, and I didn't find a single goddamn one. <laughs> and the very last rock I turned over onto the way to the car had the biggest trilobite of all of them. Suck it! Nice. <clears throat> Winner. Winner. Now, I love it. It's like, sometimes you get evolution that just doesn't need to go any further. And, like, trilobites and horseshoe crabs, it's like, yeah, sorted. We can just... <laughs> That's well, good we don't have trilobites anymore. We do have horseshoe crabs. But, uh, or like, I would learn that, you know, at whatever point in school you learn that dinosaur, uh, that sharks evolved before trees did. Yeah. And it's like the reason we have petrified wood is because... It's trees. The, yeah, there wasn't a fungus to eat trees yeah. yet. Yep. Fuck, time is Also awesome. the reason, it's also the reason we have coal, I believe. In part. Dead gum. If oil, I remember, is mostly like marine shit, but coal, I yeah. believe, is forest because nothing could rot them yeah. yet. So why doesn't all petrified wood become coal? Now I'm curious about that. Oh, some petrified wood becomes opal. Really? Yeah, you can find opalized petrified wood. It's I pretty common. I have never found it, though. I have found petrified wood, but not opal. Petrified wood. Let's see. This is this is from an adorably named website called Mama's Minerals. No. She writes, how does wood turn into stone? The literal answer is that unless it turns to coal, it doesn't. I love pithy shit like that. What we <laughs> usually think of as petrified wood has little or no chemical resemblance to wood, which mostly consists of carbon, hydrogen, and oxygen. Uh, the best examples of petrified wood retain the exact physical structure of the original down to the cellular level. You can find opalized petrified wood in Saddle Mountains in central Washington, but I haven't attempted this yet. Hmm. Uh, you can find petrified wood all over Utah. Oh, I found it in, I don't know, places. I don't even remember. When I was a kid, I occasionally would find it going around... Like, I was probably in Wyoming. Oh no, I'm not thinking of. I'm I'm thinking of Arizona, Petrified Forest National Park, a uh, national park in Arizona. I know there's a Petrified Forest. I think in Montana too. Yep, that's the one. Places I went on trips as a kid. This one. when I was in Florida, though I was, I went to a state park and got kind of bored with <laughs> the state park because. A lot of the state parks kind of destroyed still. A lot of places in southwest Florida are still destroyed from Hurricane Ian. Mm. So there was a lot of places you couldn't go to. And I went found this one place that was used to be a trail but was gated off. 
but the gate wasn't locked, so I just went through it and <laughs> walked around. Uh, and I didn't see a ton of exciting critters, but on the way back, I saw this like weird thing that looked kind of like a white panel, but with spikes on it. And I was like, it looks kind of like a bone, but oh. what is it? And I went, and there was this mashed up, but gigantic sea turtle skeleton there. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was cool. <clears throat> you do find the coolest stuff. If only you didn't have to pay with sickness for it. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> yeah, I'm still I'm still recovering because my lungs take a while. Every time I get sick, my lungs take a while to recover. At least this one isn't going to take like six to eight fucking weeks like the last one did. I've well, had less I've had less time well than I have sick in the past since the fall. One thing jokingly that people would say to tourists in Costa Rica every time they saw an iguana was look dinosaur which I mean kinda yeah. Meh. I uh, saw iguanas when I was in Florida because they have uh, been uh, Released in Florida, so there's an iguana population <laughs> there. And definitely I saw one, like, because I like to go places I'm not supposed to, there's this boardwalk that was destroyed by Hurricane E and is all, like, boarded up. And you have to, like, shimmy up a board just to get up to the rest of the walk and, you know, dodge the poison ivy and the holes. And uh, I turned a corner and I'm like, ah! and I was like, oh my God, there's just like this giant iguana staring at me. Our, uh, one of the places we stayed was around Vulcan Arnal, the uh, Arnal Volcano, and which is just in the middle of the forest. Like you get the pounding, it rains every day, gorgeous, green as can be. I love, sounds amazing. And... There were birds that they didn't, you know, birds that are cute and move correctly. Like, and <laughs> we we take them at face value, like pigeons. It's like, okay, fine. But then you have birds that are clearly sizing you up, and uh -huh. you know that this is how dinosaurs moved. And oh so it's yeah, like the yeah. birds that move like dinosaurs, pelicans. Well, and not even that. So I, I'm gonna have to relook what this, what this thing is called. But it had the thickest legs, man, like weird legs. And it moved. <laughs> Her like <with> Russ <laughs> is making his eyes wide and like sort of jerking his head around. It's like birds don't move. Stop it. You're being weird. Birds don't move. <laughs> yeah, birds don't move like that. <laughs> Hang on. I'm going uh, to look up what this thing is. Cassowary? It it bear it bore a resemblance to those. Wow, who would have known there'd be so goddamn many birds in a rainforest? <laughs> this is fucking useless. Oh well, I'll find it when I find it. Alright. <laughs> I was like, we'll just look at the birds. Why don't you, why don't, in Costa why don't you Rica. why don't you talk why don't you type in Costa Rica bird similar to cassowary? Or it looks like cassowary. <laughs> Costa Rican big birds. I might as well have typed in list of French philosophers. <laughs> oh, look, there it is. Uh, oh, wait. 
Ah, here he is, the Curacao. Curacao. Yeah, spelled C-U-R-A-S-S-O-W. I do not think that looks like a cassowary. Oh, well, it came up. Your search was great. Ugh, I like them. They're cool looking. They look a little bit like the stinky turkey, but much prettier. Oh, no, they're threatened. That's awful. <laughs> List of frogs in Costa Rica. <laughs> yeah, how was your frog viewing? <laughs> oh, you know, I didn't get to uniquely experience frogs this time. We Oh, well. We went to a couple of like places that had animals, but it wasn't specifically, here's a frog that will jump on me. I'm not sure the previous guy was supposed to have been doing that. Why not, though? It delights everybody. I hope so. I, I it don't makes know you feel it special. It makes you feel special, and it delights everybody. It's like telling somebody that their really friendly cat doesn't like people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those would be the best people. Those people return their shopping carts. My cat I genuinely doesn't like people. Well, do you have any any uplifting thoughts for the listener? I mean, this hasn't really been a bummer like some of our episodes not. are. We've just uh, been talking about cute shit and vacations. I know. Um, what did I see? Oh, I have one. Hmm. <laughs> I got my niece is five, and I got her where the sidewalk ends for Christmas. Oh my gosh, that's wonderful! Ah, carrying on tradition. Yeah. Oh.